This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, January 19th, 2023. I'm one of your host, Blessing Adelie Jr. Joining me is LaCroix Poppy himself, a.k.a. my fellow Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. Tim Ma-Bungin-Gettys. Let's do a show, Blessing. Let's Yesterday we were, we were rudely interrupted by Sackboy rushing the stage. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Nick Scarpino. <laughs> and, and Nick, and Nick as well. Well, we, remember, we do call Nick Scarpino Sackboy. I mean, we, yeah, we do call him so, that, yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, Tim? This is our third day hosting. Third day back hosting. To back to back. I think we're doing another tomorrow. We're doing another one yeah, tomorrow. You're going to be in the hosting week. seat tomorrow. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Every, every, I feel like whenever we commit to something like that, though, something changes. Yeah. So look forward to Jane and Greg on the show tomorrow. Exactly. Let's see what's going on. No, I feel good about it. I think it'll be me in that seat tomorrow. Yeah. You in this that's, seat, that's making it. some magic. Will tomorrow show what's be better than favorite, What's show? your favorite configuration? Do you like to be in this seat or do you like to be in that seat? I, I really don't care. I like this seat a little bit because most of the time on every show I'm on, I'm usually over there, mm-hmm. and you know it does feel weird say, being over there sometimes. Oh yeah, because like I had that on Last of Us where I was like, I don't think I've sat on this side of the table before. It's a different vibe. Well, you do all the time when, when I guess when I'm daily. yeah, but on Last of Us I think I was just scooted Further, a, little a little bit more bit, yeah. that way, so I was on like that last edge, and I was like, oh, this is because like I, I've noticed like I would say that this is my good side because you get the part, and I feel oh, like that just adds some drama, yeah. you know. Yeah. Whereas like yeah. this side, it's just like, all right, cool. Tim has hair. You know what I mean? Congratulations. Congra- <laughs> Congratulations. You got hair. But yeah, no, I, I, I like Fucking it all. Bragging as long it. as I'm here talking about video games. <laughs> I'm <you>. sorry, Barry. <laughs> you know, because, you know, I'm balding. You know, he's balding. God he's damn, balding. you guys. <laughs> he started Man. it. You know, I oh, no, yeah. oh, listen, he started that's it. what we do on the show. We, we yes, yes, and it's improv. Oh, yeah. It's exactly, improv. Exactly. It's, you got to do what you got to do. I'm not balding, balding, but it's just like, I wish I had cool hair like you guys, you know? You rock it, Barry, that, though. That I could show off of his hairline. I was talking to, to Roger last night about how I have, I have a friend, Sarah. Sarah is like, she's one of my stylish friends, mm. right? She's one of the people I go to when I want to become fresh, right? When I want to figure out my, my style profile for the season. And I hit her up. I hit her up a few weeks ago. I was like, yo, I'm looking for a rebrand, Sarah. Like, I need you to figure out some kind of fashion template for me, right? Make a, make a lookbook. <laughs> do, uh-huh. do what you fashion people do and make me look fresh. Uh, and she was like, I got you, all right? And she was, the, the first thing that she said was beanies, we're going to make beanies mm. the new thing. And I was talking yeah. to Roger about it last night, and I was like, what if I start wearing beanies? And Roger was like, you're just going to start taking Barrett's thing? And yeah, I was wow. like, I was wow. like, damn, you're right. Like, Barrett is already, like, it's all I have. Plus. You're, yeah, and you rock it is the thing. And, I, I like, if I yeah, start wearing right. beanies, I don't think I'll rock it as well as you. And so now I have to go to Sarah and be like, yo, we got to figure out something we else. We got to figure out something beanies. else. Yeah. But here's the thing. I'm going to start wearing earrings again, and I'm really going to rock it more than you are. You probably will. Did you hear Roger was considering getting his ears, ears pierced? Yeah, he's, he got inspired by you, I heard. Yeah, he did get inspired by me. He did get inspired by me. No, You're he an del- inspiration. He delayed his ear piercing because I got my ears pierced. He's like, oh, I don't want it. Yeah, no, well, he was like, I don't. I need to create some space. <laughs> this is the chaos that Kevin brings to, to well, this no, building. It's, it's Kevin 
Nick and Mike. Yes. Who would all dogpile. And that's the thing is like if Roger got his ears Danger. pierced, you would have to deal with coming into work every day and then hearing, oh, oh, like you're just going to copy bless. That's my Kevin. That's my Kevin. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> you're just going to copy bless. I'm Michael Sarah. Hey, man. <laughs> you're going to copy bless. Uh, but yeah, I, Roger had to delay his ear piercing. And I feel bad about that. I feel bad about it. But like, I, I feel like all of us, what? You got to stop there. You just got to stop. All right. <laughs> I'm here looking at the confidence monitor, and there's a real fear, okay? We don't have great visuals on the side. I don't know who's coming in. Michael Sarah What a twist. Coming down from the ceiling. What a twist would it be? <laughs> it would be if Michael Sarah just, like, appeared from below the industry with Michael Sarah. He's like, hey, man. Hey, guys. <laughs> like, that'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Bread makes you flat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. It looks you know. like he's really sitting uh, there with y'all, you know? Hey, what's up, Michael? What's up, Michael? <laughs> yeah, it's like his hands on the, on the table. That's fucking crazy. Look yeah, at the technology he's wearing a beanie. And he is rocking the bean. He's not rocking it as good as Barrett, though. He's not rocking it as, as good as you, Barrett. Tim? Yes. Enough about beanies. For now. Enough about Michael Sarah. I'm excited for, for your fashion journey. Let's see where this ends. And yeah. then let's see when Roger copies it. I got and let's see how, when Kevin gives him shit. I'm a trendsetter here, Tim. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? I start wearing chains. All of a sudden, you start wearing chains. Uh huh. You know what I mean? I start getting my ears pierced. All of a sudden, Roger's like, let me get my I feel ears like pierced. You guys started the chain journey together. Let's be fair. I mean, that, it was the Sonic. It was Sonic. Yeah. yeah. Why, aren't you wearing, why aren't you rocking the emblem? Oh, it doesn't fit on this. Well, also that mm. one's gold. And this isn't a, you don't hang things on the little tiny chains. That's fair. You know That's what fair. I mean? Tim, enough about chains. Let's talk about today's stories, which include PlayStation VR 2's launch lineup being revealed. Xbox has officially been impacted by the layoffs and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kind of Funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad-ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free plus a bevy of bonus content. See. Housekeeping for you, tomorrow is it what'd you say? Bevy of bonus content. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that, that tracks, BBC. That tracks. Uh, tomorrow is the Kind of Funny Day stream. Uh, that's going down right here on Twitch and YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games right after Kind of Funny Games Daily. Tim, what can people expect from that? They can expect so much, all right? We are starting at 10 a.m., of course, with Kind of Funny Games Daily. But then right after that at 11 a.m. on this very stage, we're going big for the stream. We're not, we're not staying in the little room over there, the lab. No, mm-hmm. we're using the main set. We're going all out. We are starting with the Turn of Super Mario 3D World. Oh. It'll be me, Nick, Andy, and Mike. Mm. Last time, when we first started doing the streams, one of our, our biggest hit stream series we did was us making our way through Don't Get the Tadouki, all that stuff, trying to 100% the final levels of that game, and we did it. But we never started from the beginning. We never went mm. all the way from the start, and I want 100,000% clear on my Mario 3D world. Because in order oh, to yeah. do that, you got to get the top of the flagpole with every single character, all right? In every single level, all right? And I think I'm only halfway there. So we're going to work together as a team and try to do that. So that, then, that means coordinating with Nick 
and yeah. Mike to uh-huh. get the top of the flagpole uh-huh. on each and every level. Every single level. So we're going to have to <laughs> see how this goes. Um, there will be a lot of fun challenges and stuff, that I, like wheel spins and things that Mike's working on. Uh, but then after that, they're planning on doing some VR in here, multiple of them in different headsets on oh, yeah. the stage playing golf together. I'm sure that's going to work swimmingly. Uh, and then after that, if we make it far enough in the stream, the subathon marathon, uh, they're going back to the back rooms. Going to scare Andy a little bit. Oh shit! Uh, maybe back some fun surprises rooms. here and there. But anyway, tomorrow's going to be a blast. So come hang out with us all day. Oh, Twitch.tv yeah. slash kind of funny games. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. More housekeeping for you. A new, a new kind of funny X cast is up right now on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. I believe over there they're predicting the upcoming Xbox developer underscore direct. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like a fun one. And then attention, new and aspiring game devs. There's a really cool program going down at GDC being ran by some of our friends. Amplifying New Voices is a one-day workshop that focuses on professional skill development to provide each selected participant with a $1,000 travel stipend, complimentary all-access GDC pass, uh, professional headshots, and on-camera speaker training. This year's workshop takes place Sunday, March 19th in San Francisco, and applications are closing soon, January 20th. That's tomorrow, so get on that if you want to check that out. You can learn more and apply at AmplifyingNewVoices.org. Thank you to our Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by the Kinda Funny Patreon, but we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five news stories today. A Baker's Dozen! Starting with our number one, PlayStation has revealed the PlayStation VR 2 full launch lineup with 13 new titles. This is from the PlayStation blog. Back in November, we revealed 11 titles coming to PSVR 2 in 2023. And today we're excited to not only reveal 13 more amazing games coming to the PSVR 2 library, but also confirm titles expected to arrive within one month of the February 22nd launch. We are currently tracking more than 30 games for the launch window through March, including titles from popular IP like Horizon Call of the Mountain, No Man's Sky, and Resident Evil Village. A free PSVR 2 update for Grand Turismo 7 is also on track for launch day. The newly revealed titles are Before Your Eyes, Kayak VR Mirage, Pavlov VR, Puzzling Places, Song in the Smoke Rekindled, Synth Riders Remastered Edition, Thumper, NFL Pro Era, What the Bat, Res Infinite, Tetris Effect Connected, Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition, and The Last Clockwinder. I, I, there's a full list of all the titles, but I want to stop there, Tim, and just talk about those new ones that they, they've revealed. Damn, so many new games, bless So many, I mean, Thumper. New games! Thumper is finally coming You're out. You're telling me you play Thumper on PSVR? <laughs> on, on a PlayStation platform. Whoa, you can play what? Thumper, yeah. That's crazy. In yeah. VR. Well, first the very thing, first time. First thing I saw this news, looked at it all, walked over to you, and I was like, bless. I feel like I clicked on the wrong link. This seems like I clicked on the link for the PSVR 1 launch title, right? Oh. Like, we've seen these titles before. And, like, the more I look at it, the more I'm, like, being honest. What do we expect? Mm-hmm. Like, like, it kind of just is what it is. Looking at this lineup, it's kind of the all-star greatest hits of what we've seen of VR recently. It's missing Half-Life Alex, which I do think yeah. is a major miss for this next-generation PSVR hardware. What is the exciting thing besides Call of the Mountain? Is that what it's called? Call of the Mountain. Yeah, you got that right. Call of the Mountain. Which, granted, very exciting. And as we've seen before, having one killer app is all you need. Because sometimes having too much is too much. It gets in the way and steps on itself, whatever. I like that they're clarifying that the launch window lineup is one month from release date. Right? So it's like yep. sometimes they, they play a little fast and loose with that. And like launch window can mean the first 
freaking three years of a platform's launch if they wanted it to. Um, so at least they're clarifying that. I think that's great. Um, but to me, th the most exciting things here are obviously Horizon and Gran Turismo 7 just being fully playable in VR. I think that that's when some of the uh, VR systems can be most exciting is when they just take core games that are just great, like Resident yep. Evil or Gran Turismo, and just be like, hey, now you can just play it in VR and experience it. And especially uh, driving games are just cool as shit in VR, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, of course. And so if it's as beautiful as GT7, like that could be cool. Um, looking through the PlayStation blog here, the one that caught my eye the most that I hadn't seen before is NFL Pro Era. NFL Pro Era looks sick as hell. Can we like pull that up, Barrett, if, if possible? Um, just looking at it for a second, I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's something that I haven't seen before. Um, yeah, I mean, reading through the blog post for that one, uh, of course, for all these new titles, they have a quick blurb explaining what the games are. For NFL Pro Era, they write this on the PlayStation blog. Now it's your chance to be QB1. That's something I have to ask Andy what a QB1 is. I quarterback. Quarterback one. one. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's the first quarterback. Mm -hmm. The very first one. Uh, now it's your chance to be the Q to be QB1 of your, of your favorite NFL team with NFL Pro Era, the first fully licensed NFL and NFLPA virtual reality VR game. Virtual reality VR. Uh, utilizing real-time game data. NFL Pro Era brings the bright lights, team chants, and thousands of screaming fans to your home in one of the most authentic and immersive first-person VR games ever. Step up. Uh, step under center and see if you have what it takes to lead your team to a super bowl or play virtual catch with friends in your favorite stadium whatever you decide the future of the game is up to you and yeah looking at gameplay of this i'm like yo this looks pretty awesome this looks this looks fun yeah it's kind of cool and like i just i haven't seen a football game like this especially not licensed officially and all that so that that's cool good list of games right like somebody that hasn't played vr at all and gets a psvr2 for christmas I don't know, Chinese New Year's or something, maybe. Yeah. Um, then you get your, your Chinese New Year present, you get your VR, you put it on. You're like, oh, man, I have a whole bunch of really great games to play. Mm -hmm. That is exciting. Like, there is a, a quality library of titles on PSVR 2, it seems. Um, it's just, I don't think, this doesn't bode well for the future and support of the PSVR 2. Like, yeah. I don't see this and be like, oh, man. They're, next quarter is going to have another Horizon type title. Like I just don't really have faith there. And uh, one of the things that sticks out to me, right, is there's been there's been no talk of a smart delivery like system where if I have, there, some of these games are re releases. If I have Res Infinite, do I have to buy Res Infinite again? And if, if you're watching, you have the answer. Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If they've talked about that, let us know. But it seems like for quite a few of those, you might have to double dip and, and uh, get those games again. From what I can tell also, Astrobot Rescue Mission seems like it's missing from the list. Is that a game that people aren't going to be able to play on PSVR 2 because of the lack of backwards compatibility? I would have loved to see a lot of that stuff make the jump, right? Because I think the thing that disappoints me looking at the list is that a lot of the stuff is older stuff, right? A lot of the stuff has either been on PSVR 1 or it's been on uh, MetaQuest or other VR platforms. And so if you're somebody who's already been in, in the ecosystem, you look at the, you look at this lineup and it's like, I've experienced this mo uh, um, mo mostly before. You know, I, I, you do have GT7, which I think is dope as hell. You have Horizon Call of the Mountain, which is really cool. You have Resident Evil Village, which is really cool. Um, but when you get beyond that, beyond, it gets a bit murky in terms of new content. One, one I want to shout out, though, off, uh, off this list, list is Before Your Eyes, which another kind of funny.com says you're wrong. Has the VR version of Before Your Eyes come out on any other platform before? Let me know. Uh, this is one that Janet talks about all the time. It's a game that you, that you play... Uh, literally through your eyes right like you blink in order to command in the game mm. it, it, it uh time jumps when whenever you blink so like the uh I, I from what i've heard conversations about it with like game of the year conversations last year it it sounds like 
you know, a scene can like kind of play out for as long as you want to, and like, and then you blink, and then it's gonna skip you to to something uh, later on in, yeah. the, in, in the lifetime. Um, uh, to circle back to your, you know, uh, free upgrades, upgrade paths. I forget which game it is. It might have been Tetris Effect. Uh, has an upgrade path for like ten bucks. So ten if bucks. You own oh, it, if you already own it, you can upgrade it for ten bucks. Which like. I don't know. That's lame. Like, good on Tetris Effect for creating a path for that. But at least on the, trying. Yeah. On the, I think they're at least trying. I feel like that should have been something on the PlayStation side. That should have been natural of, hey, you you own Tetris Effect already. You're not going to have to pay for it again. Yeah. Right? I think that's that, that, that for me, is, is a sucky way to do it. But, I saw that uh, Rayman uh, in the chat was saying, like, what do you guys expect? Three AAA titles. And I think, like, that's a good question. What do we expect? Like, why, why isn't this enough for us? And I, I don't really have a great answer to that besides... I want to be wowed, and I'm not. Well, it's, it's a kind new of platform. Like, it's, it's a new platform. Like, it's very, very, very expensive, right? Yes. And it's very expensive on top of needing a already very expensive and very hard to get console. On top of the fact that there are other VR systems out there that kind of already have this lineup, or at least the majority of it. And like, I look at this lineup, I'm like, I expect it to have everything. You know, I yeah. expect it to be like. This should just be like jumping on point. Like every VR game anyone's ever talked about should be playable on this. And the fact that Half Life Alex isn't there, the big one, I do think is a major miss. And I understand that there's probably a bunch of reasons why it's not there. Maybe uh, Valve doesn't want it on other platforms. Maybe they, uh, it's not powerful enough. Maybe XYZ, so many different things. That's not my problem. I don't know. I'm looking at this and this just seems like fine when i feel like psvr 2 needed to be exciting exciting and awesome right and for me it's the equivalent of if the ps5 was announced and they had a few really cool exclusive games but then the rest of the launch lineup that sony was promoting was just ps4 games and they didn't and they were even missing some of the some of the biggest ps4 games right for me i look at this and i'm like okay so i can't play astrobot on this thing i can't play blood and truth on this thing i can't play trover saves the universe on this thing beat saber isn't available at launch on this thing right like some of the biggest vr games uh, and just just in, in the in the scope of VR games, period, aren't available on this thing from the get go. And the new games that you're promoting, like sure, like I'm gonna try out Horizon. Hopefully, Horizon hits. But I think you're gonna need more than that, right? And maybe maybe Horizon ends up being the the killer app, right? Maybe that ends up being something special that blows it up that makes it this huge thing. Um, but right now, from the outside looking in, going into PSVR 2's launch, I am not excited. Right, and that is that is me even looking at the full list of thirty games that they got here that they also list right, which I, which I w- want to run through um, because I'm gonna I'm gonna read through this list of thirty games, Tim, and you tell me like your level of excitement based on this list. All right, so we got after the fall, Altair Altair Breaker, Before Your Eyes, Cities VR, Cosmonius High, Creed, The Dark Picture, Switchback, Demio, Discronia, Chronos Alternate. Uh, Fant- uh, Fantavision 2020X, Gran Turismo Fantavision, 7. Baby. Fantavision, baby. Let's go. Uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Job Simulator, Jurassic World, Aftermath, Kayak VR, Kazuna AI, The Last Clockwinder, the, the Light Brigade, Moss 1 and 2, NFL Pro Era, No Man's Sky, Pavlov, Pistol Whip, Puzzling Places, Resident Evil Village, Res Infinite, Song in, uh, Song in the Smoke, Star Wars, Tales from Galaxy's Edge, Synth Rider, The Tale of Onogoro, <laughs> uh, Tentacular, Tetris Effect Connected, Thumper, The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2, Retribution, Vacation Simulator, What the Bat, and then Zenith, or Zenith, uh, The Last City. How hype are you, Tim? Based I mean, off that list. Dude, let's go. Look, based on that list, again, I, it's not a bad list. It's a great list. There's really great games there. Like, a lot of the big titles that people have been talking about are there. But 
I just feel like there's a, a level of selling that I'm not hearing yeah. <laughs> when it comes to why I'd want PSVR over something else. Knowing Apple's coming out with a crazy advanced headset later in the year, like that's probably going to cost multi-thousand dollars. I'm more interested in trying that out, not buying it, but mm-hmm. going to the Apple store and putting it on, having an experience that wows me. Because like so far, that's been my experience with most VR, right? I guess the one title that I'd be interested in playing is Half-Life and... At this point, I can do that using uh, Vives or whatever with from people that have it here. But I don't know. There's nothing. I'm very excited to try out PSVR 2. Mm-hmm. That's the extent of that. Just try it out. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not like, man, I can't wait to play through this game or whatever. It's just like, no, I'm excited to get it on my face. Excited to get it on your face? All mm-hmm. right. All right, cool. Yeah. And uh, to shoot this some bail, you know, I saw uh, Paris Lilly was tweeting earlier this morning about how, how he's excited for the lineup, right? And, and I thought he came from a very int- interesting perspective of somebody who didn't get PSVR 1 because he was waiting on the second iteration of the hardware. And I can see that as an exciting place to be, to, to be coming in from of, hey, I didn't ha- I'm not dipped into PR, uh, into VR up until now. PSVR 2 is going to be my first VR platform. I can see how that would be exciting with this list, right? And I think yeah. that, I think there's a section of the audience that, has an experience maybe the bulk of these games that is th- that that i could see being very excited for this right Having making said this that, a worthwhile purchase like where is beat saber where is what is astro it's astro's not here worked on tim what about said. rescue mission oh yeah that's rescue mission isn't on here like you're gonna have to have psvr1 but like that's mission like, and that's th- that's what i'm saying that's one like, of the what? best vr games maybe that's probably my it's that and beat saber that are like the top the top two for me yeah, and you have you don't have those. Honestly, I I think the weirdly the biggest thing, uh, or not weirdly, but the biggest thing VR two has going for it is just it's the it's the tech iteration, right? Yes. Like I I think PSVR one was not great uh, of all the VR uh, things that I've tried. Um, the one that made me the most uh, motion sick, right? But like the idea of this uh, VR two with the the quality of the screens and, and and things of that nature, being able to actually move around um, and and not feel super motion sick, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to to try that platform in these games uh, with uh, the iterations that they've made. Uh, maybe not a lot of new software, but you know, yeah, Horizon looks cool. And I'm right there with you. I can't wait to actually try out the hardware because if we play, if you go back and put on PSVR one, especially for me now playing a lot of MetaQuest since then. Putting on VR one, it feels like a dated piece of hard- hardware, right? I mean, like it did at the time. You remember the Robinson dinosaur game or whatever? Oh, uh, very vaguely. I had to play that for IGN, and oh my god, I played like two hours of that game because Destin wanted capture of it for whatever reason, and that oh god, yeah, it made me so sick. But like visually, yeah, it had like the screen door effect that I, that I didn't love. The helmet is heavy, right? There's all those cables. The VR one was such a like heavy experience. I think going into VR2 with all the things they learned, of course, there is still going to be a wire, right? But it's going to be less wires that they had for PSVR1. You're going to have the eye tracking. You're going to have better visuals. You're going to have the processing power of the PS5. Games are going to look more crisp. That stuff I am excited for. But I think for any game platform, it is the games that are going to have to drive the like that experience. And that is the, that's, like the, that's the area where I'm a bit worried. But... Who knows, man? Over time, we're going to get more games announced. Hopefully, those games are exciting. Hopefully, they find more games that are 
oh man, you got to get a VR for this. Like that, that is the big hope that I have for this thing. But, you know, talking about the hardware, again, going back to before your eyes on the PlayStation blog, they write, uh, the game uses PSVR 2's uh, headset's front-facing camera to immerse you in a way you've never experienced before. You will learn to control the flow of the narrative with your actual eyes, blinking through precious memories of family, first love, and the rise uh, of an artistic career, ultimately revealing a heartbreaking truth. That sounds rad as hell. Right, like I know they were able to do that with PC. I assume through like a webcam or whatever. But being able to do that through eye tracking, you imagine that's going to have more accuracy. And having that experience in VR is going to have more immersion. That sounds really fun to me. And I hope we're able to get more experiences like that that take advantage of the hardware. Hell yeah! For now, let's move on to story number two. Xbox has officially been hit by layoffs. This is Rebecca Valentine at IGN. Amidst news of a mass layoff of 10,000 people at Microsoft, a number of employees at Xbox Game Studios, The Coalition, 343 Industries, and Bethesda are learning their jobs are, imp- are being impacted. According to reports at Bloomberg and Kotaku, a number of developers at the three Xbox studios were informed today that their positions were being eliminated. In total, 878 positions are being impacted immediately in Washington across all of Microsoft, while further layoffs are expected through March. Specifically, layoffs hit the Coalition, which is responsible for the Gears franchise as well as an upcoming new IP. 343 Industries, which has been working on ongoing support for Halo Infinite, and Bethesda, working on the upcoming Starfield. It is not yet clear specifically how the layoffs impacted any of these projects or how many people from each studio were affected. This news comes a year to to the date that Microsoft first announced its deal to acquire Activision Blizzard for $69 billion. Of course, this is following up what we talked about yesterday in terms of the Microsoft layoffs and not knowing the full scope of how that impacted the game side of things. Now now we have a bit more clarity on how this impacts the game side of things. And again, it's unfortunate. Yeah, very, very, very unfortunate. And uh especially for some of the more premier teams, right? I mean, it'd be unfortunate for anybody. Um, but looking at Xbox Game Studios, 343 and Bethesda both being hit, it's like, that's that's really unfortunate, um, especially looking at Starfield where all eyes are on that, right? So uh, it's, it doesn't bode well for the, the future of these games that we are rooting for and we really want to see kind of knock it out of the park and get Xbox back on track. Um, but yeah, this... It sucks that we're going to have to keep reporting these stories. Again, I don't think that this is the end. 10,000 is a massive, massive number. Um, Gary Gary put it in the the terms yesterday on XCast as, like, that's a small stadium full of people. Yeah, A small small baseball stadium full of people, man. Yeah. Wild. Super wild. And, yeah, it's unfortunate. And, like, of course, when it comes to these things, I think – how it impacts the games is like the last the like the last thing that comes to mind in terms of what ha- like what's gone on with the what's going on with um with the layoffs but it it make it does make me wor- uh, worry and wonder about the future of the coalition the future of uh 343 right and like you know but that's the being a studio that was only recently acquired recently being i guess what two years yeah about about two years ago being acquired you know you come in you you get acquired by by Microsoft with the idea of like all right hopefully this goes smooth with acquisition, with um, mergers and all this stuff, there usually becomes there usually comes layoffs and all these things. But two years later, it being the thing of man, Microsoft's having layoffs now. That means that Bethesda's having layoffs. I think that's a weird wrinkle uh, that again is unfortunate for how all this stuff uh, comes down when it comes to um, industry consolidation. Um, but yeah, like it sucks. Good luck to the people that were laid off, right? Like, yeah, it sucks, man. Yep. It sucks. Uh, for now. Let's hop into story number three. Ubisoft CEO apologizes to employees over ball is in your court comments. This is from Carton Burton at IGN. Ubisoft is facing turbulent times financially and in-house, and CEO Yves Gilmont was forced to reckon with recent comments he made, shifting the blame to the staff. 
After canceling three unannounced games and delaying the release date of Skull and Bones for a sixth time, Guillemot told employees, quote, the ball is in your court, end quote, to help get the $3 billion company back on track. The changes at Ubisoft were scrapped up to major challenges in the industry, the underperformance of Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, and Just Dance 2023, and an upcoming restructuring for the publisher. On Wednesday, a new report from Kotaku revealed that, the Ubisoft, that Ubisoft had a company-wide Q&A to address the news of the restructuring. There, the CEO apologized for his re- previous comments. Quote, I heard your feedback, and I'm sorry this was perceived that way, like Guillemot said, according to the sources present. Quote, when saying the ball is in your court to deliver our lineup on time and at the expected level of quality, I wanted to convey the idea that more than ever, I need your talent and energy to make it happen. This is a collective journey that starts, of course, with myself and with the leadership team to create the conditions for all of us to succeed together. End quote. What a God, I... Yo, I hate this. I fucking hate this dude so much. Just the way he words it right at the in the end here, where it's like, when saying the ball is in your court to deliver our lineup on time and at the expected level of quantity, uh, I like, wanted to convey the idea that more than ever, I need your talent and energy. Like, they weren't already fucking delivering that for you, dude. I'm sorry that your management and your management team can't fucking, like, you know, get your shit in order to help your employees succeed, to help y'all succeed. What a dumb motherfucker, man. It, it makes it, 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 like... Every news story, bless. It sounds It sounds like the worst Captain America speech ever, where, like, <laughs> imagine during Avengers, if, like, Captain America comes up to the team and he's like, all right, y'all, like, Hulk, uh, Tony, ball's in your court. I've done yeah. what, I've done what I, I can do. And I'm sorry <laughs> Good luck with Loki. <laughs> like, hearing this after the layoff news story where it's like, you know, the leadership there should be taking pay cuts instead... Man, I'm just fucking tired. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's just like, yo, read the room is the biggest thing. Like when it comes to Eve's like like everybody knows all eyes on you, all ears on you. Every single word you put out is going to be picked apart every single way. So maybe say something that doesn't need to just not even be picked apart. <laughs> that yeah. is just so blatantly such a bad read of the situation on like how to express something that is a real problem with where they're at. We've talked about this for years at this point now. What the hell is Ubisoft? What are they doing? They need to fix this. They need to 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 right the the ship or else will they exist or are they just going to be acquired and be a shell of their former self at some point and that's just kind of it. And we get maybe a new Assassin's Creed and that's what Ubisoft is, period. Um I don't know, man. But this ain't it. We'll talk about that a little bit more in our next news story. But, but bless, he's sorry that it was uh, you know, his comments were perceived that way. I'm, so, I'm, Perce- sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you, you were offended you by what took, I said. Yeah, and not, <laughs> I'm sorry about what I said. Yeah. God fucking damn it. We'll talk a little bit more about Ubisoft in the next news story. But before we get there, Tim, mm-hmm. I'll let people out there know about Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, where you can go and you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This week on Patreon, the next-gen crew of Kind of Funny, myself, Barrett, Joey, and Roger, did a fantasy film draft picking which movies we think are going to be the best reviewed, and we had some wild choices. This third one is about to pop off with one Jonathan Majors, because he's looking a God big, big boy. He has a killing me. Three, baby. He has a killing me, man. Go. Not even on my list. <laughs> Roger, how is, is that your not list? on your list? <laughs> Dune 2. 
right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's gonna be a banger. We have Austin Butler. Wasn't he like a child star in something? Zoe 101. Zoe 101. Oh my god! He's like the bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) My dude! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh man, I love that dude. Can we draft a what? movie DLC? <laughs> <laughs> Trailer. Uh, I would like to draft an unannounced Marvel like post credit scene. <laughs> and over to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny to listen to this and hundreds of other exclusive episodes right now. All right, mods. I needed a timeout. Notorious Pig One. Notorious Pig and Chap. Time him out. All right. Hey, you look really short in that ad. Bless, I was, I'm just saying. I just needed to put my chair up. I just need to put my chair up. Put and also, I was, I'm the same height as Barrett. I might be a little bit and taller than Barry, if anything. I'm the, the, that's not saying a lot. All right, calm down, everybody. Oh, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Average uh, height above uh, average. It's going guys. up, everybody. No, don't do the mic thing. I'm no, going down. What do you mean? This is my, this is my, this is my height. Optical my height. No, I, need, I need headroom for your solo, for your single shot, oh, you They can't see me swinging my legs. <laughs> Uh, story number four Ubisoft's mysterious Project Q has been canceled. This is Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. Ubisoft has confirmed that one of the games it canceled last week was the mysterious Project Q. It's online ba- battle arena game. Well, wait, what got you there? The mysterious Project Q. <laughs> the mysterious. Sounds like a, du- like a Q from 007 almost. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, speaking to Eurogamer, a Ubisoft spokesperson said it was canceling development on the game, which was only announced in April 2022, the, to focus on the other projects. Sorry, it was the loudness of the LaCroix uh, fact that got me. <laughs> It was one of three games canceled by the Assassin's Creed publisher last week to counter what it called major challenges of the industry, and a move that also saw Skull and Bones delayed for the sixth time. Quote, for the sixth time, the fact that that's come up twice on the this show today. Back to back, two stories have added the sixth time. Okay, by the way. By the way, six Skull times. and Bones has been delayed six times. Quote, we can confirm we will no longer support the development of Project Q in order to focus on priority projects, to which our teams are being reallocated, the spokesperson said. Project Q was a team battle arena game that had several public testing periods plan, uh, planned that, of course, never came to fruition. A single image of the game was shared alongside its announcement, showing a handful of cartoon characters battling in what looks like New York City's Central Park. Very little else was known about the game, though it appeared to look somewhat similar to Fortnite, despite Ubisoft making it clear that it wasn't a battle royale. Tim, how bummed are you from the cancellation of Project Q? It's going to be hard to go on, man. <laughs> it's going to be hard it's to continue hard. after this. Yeah, again, what's Ubisoft doing? I don't know. I remember a time when I was really excited for Ubisoft games and excited every year for E3 to happen because I knew that without a shadow of doubt, Ubisoft was going to announce at least two games that I was hyped for, Mm. you know, and to be here now, it's like, it's just a bummer. And like, what games are going to be announced? Are they going to happen? Are they going to get canceled? Are they going to eventually come out in a broken ass state and just be fine? I don't know. I want a good one. I'm rooting for a good one. Very, I'm hoping for a good one. If you're able one. to pull up like the image of Project Q from uh, the IGN page that, that I linked, because like I think there's interesting there's an interesting interesting place to come at this from, which is you know when it comes when it comes to this right like and when it comes to I guess the Ubisoft games that have come out in the last few years, mm-hmm. we've had a lot of just weird like let's throw shit at a wall and see what sticks right and even things that we were excited for like riders republic like that's the type of stuff that back in the day would have been an awesome ubisoft game and it comes out and it was like oh man it just like there was a lot missing i I look at this right and i think this is awesome concept art this strikes me something that by the time it would get to the, the to its actual release phase might end up as a roller champions right like it has that it's it's a multiplayer game has a colorful look that is uh, uh, trying to to um, uh, chase after what maybe Fortnite did with what what it was doing, right? Team battle arena game that is definitely not a battle royale. Uh, it strikes me as what we've been talking about a lot with Ubisoft and how they 
lately they've been chasing trends, but they've not been finding special uh like the special sauce in any of these games that are doing that that they're doing that with right for me roller champions was one that kind of got close right but my problem with it was just the fact that uh, content wise it was so bare but i thought that game at its core was pretty fun you look you go back it is um uh hyperscape right it is um uh Riot republic right you go hyper uh, did i already say hyperscape you get hyperscape yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> i think about hyperscape often you get all these games that try for something that chase a trend that end up not sticking in that way and you know, it's. I think it sucks on the side of. I'm sure there are people at Ubisoft that probably very, very much cared about this project, and it sucks to get that project canceled. What I hope this means, though, is that they are focusing in. Hey, let's not have more roller champions. Hey, let's not have more of these games that that come out and we cancel a few weeks later, or we just stop supporting uh, a few weeks later. Let's hone in. What's the next Assassin's Creed? What's the next? Uh, what's what? What are we doing with Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora? What's going on with the Star Wars game from Ubisoft Massive? What are going on with the big titles that we need to make sure hit and make sure actually give a, make an impact and are successes for us? Because they've gone through a year now where Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope didn't live up to to their sales expectations. Uh, Just Dance 2020, which is rough too, because it was a great game. Yeah, it's like it's like not living up to Ubisoft's own sales expectations. It's like man, like so, where's the problem here? Exactly. Just Dance 2023 is another one where. I feel like usually that's a surefire bet for them, but Just Dance 2023 also didn't live up to sales expectations. If your surefire bets aren't hitting, like what is the shift you got to make? And I hope I hope for Ubisoft right now that shift is, all right, fuck it. Like get rid of all this weird shit that we're doing that is not hitting because we're chasing trends. Let's focus in on what we know works or what we need to work and go from there, right? And so I'm, I'm hoping that this, that these moves point toward a Ubisoft that has less of those misses. I mean, honestly, like I, I'm just going to say it. To the leadership at Ubisoft, the ball is in your court. The ball is to in deliver your court. the lineup on time and at the expected level of quality. Like I just want to convey to you the idea that more than ever, we need your talent and energy to make it happen. Eves. This is a collective journey that starts, of course, with you, Eves. It starts with you, okay, and with the leadership team around you to create the conditions for us to be happy with Ubisoft games. Balls in your court. Balls in your court. <laughs> that deserved a smoke. Balls in your court. <laughs> ball now dribble what was, what was that from it was like a like a stand-up special kind of funny how comps after where it was like now now dribble story number five and i think our last news story for the day uh after a year delay ea's pga tour has a release date this is andy robinson at video games chronicle Following a year-long delay, Electronic Arts has confirmed its new PGA Tour game will finally release on March 24th, 2023 for PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC via the EA app, Steam, and the Epic Game Store. Announced in March 2021, EA Sports PGA Tour is the publisher's first major golf game since it stopped using the license in 2015. The game is in development at Madden Studio EA Tiberian uh, and has originally... Er, and was originally due to release in spring 2022, before EA announced a year delay last March with little explanation. EA released the official gameplay trailer for PGA Tour on Thursday, featuring the all-new Pure Strike Shot System. Let's go, Tim. Let's go, dude. I was waiting for the Pure Strike Shot System. Like, I no, skipped man. out on the last couple of PGA Tours because it didn't have it. Well, they haven't really done it since 2015, like they said. Yeah. So. Honestly, looking at this, Bless, here's the thing. Well, it hit me with it, Barrett. Weirdly, one of the few games my mother ever got into was Tiger Woods PGA Tour back in like the mid 2000s. So that was like a family game that uh, my stepdad, her, and I would play together. And looking at this, man, I'm ready to it's go doing back. It? I'm I ready mean, to go hey, back. it's it's pretty cool, right? Like, there, there's something fun about golf games, right? And we're we're the last couple of years, we've gotten a whole bunch of the cutesy, more fun 
Mario types and the yeah, everybody's, everybody's gone. gone. I'm, I'm all ready that. to build a career. Like, I'm, yeah. Am I about to get lost in this? Like, blessings getting lost in FIFA right now. Oh like, yeah, dude. Maybe. Honestly, maybe. I would. As I was watching this trailer, I was like, oh man, is this my EA Sports era? Because I had that as a kid, right? I love these EA Sports games. The golf, I actually didn't didn't play much of. But when it came to at the time, it was NBA Live, right, and playing Madden and all this stuff. I got super into it, and I lately I have been getting super into golf games from everybody's uh, everybody's golf and golf story. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, like I'm down to check out. Are a we about EA to Sports do golf. A, a KF tour? My question is, as somebody who's not gotten into or has not tried out a simulation golf game, mm. how difficult is it to get into something like this? Not too much. Like it, it's definitely a little bit more in depth than your your uh, your Mario uh, golfs and stuff like that, and it can get like really in the weeds. But granted, I haven't played them regularly since the mid two thousands, so mm-hmm. it, it might have gotten a little bit more complicated th- since then. But I mean, yeah, I was like ten year old kid playing a fucking simulator golf game, and I was getting into it. So okay. I, I, I doubt it's you know that difficult to get into. All right, let's do it. Tim, you, you in? You get into golf? No, golf Power. scares me. Why? I got hit with a golf ball when I was little. You're lying. Are you serious? No, Alfredo Diaz hit me with it. <laughs> <laughs> was this on a golf course? Uh, it was at PE. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Y'all got to get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Well, Tim, I'm excited for this EA Sports golf game. And I'm excited to possibly peer pressure you into uh-huh. getting into this EA Sports golf game. But you picking up the sticks in EA Sports golf with me and Barrett is just so far it's away. so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to Mom Grab Shops today, where should I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Before I get to out today, somebody in chat brings up a great question. You had golf in PE? Yeah. Is that a thing? Did people have golf in PE? went to a cool school. I went to a cool school. Okay, I was gonna say, I was like, damn. He went to a smart, it was smart kid school, so they <laughs> got to like have smart people uh, 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 golf, golf sports. <laughs> They're yeah, like, we can't, sorry, we can't give you a basketball. Like I went yeah. to the regular high school, you know, in San Francisco. It was like, ah, just hit each other with dodgeballs and shit. You yeah, know? I mean, like now to to be very real, <laughs> we had golf. Mm. What that meant was there was just some sticks they gave us that weren't golf clubs <laughs> to okay. hit a golf ball. <laughs> so so they like, didn't, you, you guys didn't have the no, whole nine holes. No, it was like it was like one of those things where it's like every every couple of weeks they cycle what sport they're teaching us or whatever the fuck. But mm-hmm. it's more about like team bonding than it is about the actual like doing it right. Like I want it very clear: we weren't playing real sports. We we, we did crab soccer more often than anything. Like they they just fucking it was. I grew up in the era of the participation. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Just show up and be. I let me put it this way: we did yoga and dance more than we did golf. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow! I, was I, say, saying, I don't and, even think and, I did that. More importantly, I broke my clavicle doing yoga and PE. What? How many injuries did you? I okay. did crack my foot uh, going on a run in middle school. All right, we got Greg Miller and Stomach Mike. They just entered the building. Give us the microphone. We're back, baby. The big boys are here. Are you okay? Are you guys done yet? I'm ready to hunt some monsters. All right, I'm playing some PS5 Monster Hunter Rise. But before I do that, I brought you out here, Mike. King of the stream. How yes. you doing? Oh, thanks. I'm so good, Greg. I'm so happy we get the stream together. I know. It's going to be fun. I'm going to hunt some time. monsters. I'm gonna, uh-huh. You'll get to see my Diana Themyscira, but I don't want to tease too much. <laughs> Mike, what I want to do is congratulate you and Barrett. On a oh? great first episode of Kinda Anime. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Did you watch and listen to it? Of course. Oh, well, I mean, man. as much as I could before you started nerding out like a bunch of dorks. Ah, shout you out. know what I mean? <laughs> shout, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> now, Baron, I need you to pick a number between one and five. Oh, snap. Two. 
Mike, I need you to pick a number between one and five. Uh, okay, Barrett went with two. That's my favorite number. I'm going to go with big old number three for AI. I, uh, I was thinking of number four, which means oh, you get fuck this oh, One Piece what? Odyssey oh. statue from our friends at Namco Bandai celebrating their new game, One Piece Odyssey. All right? Oh, thanks, Greg. No Thank problem. Thank you, Namco Bandai. That's Finish awesome. your stupid show, you dumbs. You know we'll I'm see you from Monster Hunter Rise at 11 o'clock. Be there. It's going to be a great time. Damn it. Barrett, how salty are you right now? I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> Studio was a mistake, everybody. Did you Here know where are. that was going? Because I had, I no, did not you never, expect any never, of that. Ever, ever, ever know. You know, what I was mean? so scared of what was in the box. I should have gone with. Three. I had three in the mind because that's like you know been with the road, but I, I felt like that was a coward's answer. You know? It is a coward's answer. You know, and I didn't know Mike's favorite number was two. If I knew that, I definitely would have gone with three. Mike's favorite number is two. Listen, it could have been worse, yeah, right? You, got, you, you don't have a It could have been Spy two? Family. I do, but it's not two. What is it? Six. Okay, okay. Mine's three. Your favorite numbers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine's four. I love four. I like okay. six and I like 11. Three was always my mm-hmm. number uh, for uh, baseball teams. It's a weird conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to transition out of the fact that I just got like, uh, talking fucking, about favorite numbers. What's I just got color, like, guys? S- schemed out of the first date. I'll never forget. I was with a group of people at like. Two of our girlfriends were, were hanging out, and they were meeting each other for the first time. And then me and my friend were having a conversation. They're having a conversation. We stopped for a second. I just hear them. And one of them goes, so what's your favorite animal? <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought it was the fucking funniest thing, because it's like y'all are fucking grown-ass women. And within the first couple minutes of speaking, somehow, what's your favorite animal? I love up. that Thank so you. much. God. It's like ask ask them what their sign is like a grown up, uh, yeah. all right, like an adult. <laughs> no, you got to ask the real question. What's your favorite animal? A penguin, easily. You I don't even think I another... have a favorite animal. You're insane. Uh, Peng- why penguin? Uh, penguins are so dope fucking, as shit, dude. They're dope as shit, but they're also like just goofy as shit. They too. look like they're dressed in suits all the time. I do like that part of them. Penguin like tuxedos. Like, penguins fall over. It's fucking hilarious and sad at the same time. Penguin yeah. was my middle school mascot. All right, cool. Marine, Actually, Marine honestly, that's Penguins, a pretty cool baby. mascot. I'm not going to go. lie. Never forget. Mine Arf. was the bulldog in middle school. Arf, arf. Ours were the maroons. And like, the color? Or the, the nobody no, the baked no, good? Nobody, no, nobody knew. <laughs> like, our oh, school oh, color was the was maroon. That was our color. Huh. But people were like, what the fuck is a maroon? And nobody had an answer. Huh. Yeah. Out today, we got a space for the Unbound for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Colossal Cave for PS5, Xbox Series X, Switch, and PC. Persona 4 Golden for Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Go play Persona 4 Golden. That's my one of my top three games of, of all time. Fucking love Persona 4 Golden. Go play Persona 4 Golden. Casino Bala in the chat says that's a macaroon. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Maroon's not a baked good. <laughs> I honestly didn't catch that. I didn't think about that too hard. But yeah, that's a good point. That was, that's a macaroon, not a macaroon. Oh, shit. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei th- uh, Persona 3 Portable is out today on Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And that's also great. You should play that. Hell yeah. Uh, Pathcraft is out for MetaQuest 2. Aquatico, PC. Creature Lab, PC. Golfy, PC. Golfie. Barrett, I need you to pull up Golfy. I got questions. Uh, Primal Hunt. MetaQuest, uh, and then Rain World, <laughs> Rain World Downpour is out for PC. Oh man, thank God the sequel to Rain World is out. The Downpour uh, is out. Yeah, Rain World's cool. awesome. Yeah, is Rain it? World's yeah, yeah. Rain World's What's a little, Rain World? It's like a little uh, Metroidvania like with the little Wait, slug. Like, yeah, you're white oh, slug shit. You know what? I take back all my shade. This looks really cool, actually. Yeah, it's how dope. The, how do I spell golfy? G O L F I E. Okay. You are I went, nomadic. I went with Y. 
I, I really did not know. Sometimes I totally why. missed Rain World. You are a nomadic slug cat, both predator and prey yeah, like in a broken in like 2017, ecosystem. 2017, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, one time the PR people fucked up and they actually sent us like 17 of the fucking slug snuffed animals. Oh, no. <laughs> so our studio just had hell of them. Hell yeah. Just Downpour is, a, is like a funny like sequel name for me for a game called Rain World. It's like, no, now it's really raining. This is golfy. This is golfy. It's hard to tell like what they're doing, though. Like a top-down. It's a card-based golf roguelite. Oh, huh. well, this is uh, this is what Bless is getting into. Huh. Oh, they're speaking my language. I love all those things. All right, there's Golfy. Shout out to Golfy. Yeah, audio listeners, come to the video version and check this out. It's, yeah, top-down. They're like on interesting-looking golf courses. They're, this one's a beach with water around. They're, they're playing cards, and then they're doing their golf shots. Golf shots. They're golf shots. Uh, new days for you. Fashion Police Squad finally comes to Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation on February 2nd. I'm going to need someone to stream that. Fashion Police Squad? Yeah. Are you aware of that one? What is it? No idea. You're just, just going off I, the name? I just like the idea of Mike and Nick streaming that game. Caragon, the open-world survival robot riding crafting shooter from developer TBJBU2, uh, prepares for an early access launch stream, uh, or sorry, Debrouge early Debrouge. access launch on Steam. <laughs> Debrouge, <laughs> Two. Uh, early access launch on Steam for Windows PC, Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. Uh, dig deep in Galact... Uh, dig deep in Gal... I see what they're doing there. Dig stands for deep in galaxies. Launches on PC and Steam Deck uh, via Steam on Thursday, February 16th. Devolver Tumble <laughs> Time rolls onto mobile on January uh, uh, 26th, and then Deadpool is joining Midnight Suns on January 26th. Some of these emails I've been getting for these games are, you guys got to simplify them a little bit. <laughs> Y'all got me doing. Wait, Deadpool doing... is finally dropping on Midnight Suns? Yeah, January wow. 26th. Let's go. They've, they've been teasing him since before the game came out. That's crazy. He's a, he's a sneaky guy. He's a sneaky guy, you know? It's hard to find him when he's breaking out of the fourth wall and shit. Uh, deal of the day for you. This comes from Video Games Chronicle. Adios will be the free-to-claim uh, game from Epic's PC Marketplace from January 26th until February uh, 2nd. Developed and published by Mischief, Adios is a cinematic first-person game about a pig farmer sticking to a complicated decision, namely that he no longer wants to dispose of bodies for, <laughs> for the mob. Whoa. That started out babe and ended up pig in the city. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, man. Barry, can I get the trailer for Adios? I got questions about that one. As Barry does that, of course, let me talk about reader mail. Of course, you can go to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD where you can write in with your questions, squad ups, skip ads, do all that good stuff. Before we get into our questions, right here, this is Adios that Barry has pulled up. Honestly, <laughs> the way this is presenting, this looks like a Greg Miller-ass game, you know? Yeah. Doesn't really? This looks look kind of dark. Yeah, but he likes farms. Yeah, but it's also like kind of more walking sim. Oh, God. That man was very thin. See, this strikes me as something that they play on stream. Because <laughs> this gives me like man. simulator vibes a little bit. Yeah. What the, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Whoa, that right. goat was simulated, everybody. <laughs> well, let me tell you, that's odd for you, everybody. Wow. Kevin... Garaventa, aka the Portland Kevin, writes in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD and says, Hey, Blessing Tim. Today, I just discovered a game called Wanted Dead that I have never heard of, and it's coming out in, a, in about a month. The game looks like a cyberpunk version of Sifu with some, shooting, with some shooting thrown in there, too. How have, I not, how have I not heard of this game yet? Have you guys heard of it? The story sounds crazy, and some of the action looks even crazier. Pause it here. The developer... Solil uh, has put a lot of work into the fighting and especially the finishers. This definitely looks like a like a blessing in Tim kind of video game. 
Look Whoa. at this fucking logo design. Excuse me. That looks sick as hell. That so is sick. I can barely read it. Awesome, dude. Go go back a little bit more. I think it was a little more legible uh, when it was like first popping in. Maybe not. No. Maybe maybe <laughs> it, it, maybe it gets there later. Cool. No, it just gets worse. This is definitely it's fucking cool as shit. I love that. Um. Let's see. Yeah, looking at it, it Cyberpunk meets Sifu. Oh, okay. oh, okay. You see wow. The boss, the um, health bar there. Oh my big. god, got some executions. Yo, what the hell? This actually looks really this looks sick. Fun. It look. I will say, like visually, fidelity wise, it looks a little bit double A. Yeah. Not in, like a bad way, right? But I'm I'm getting some of those vibes. But it looks like the action here could be fun. Got a lot of slicing and dicing going. Yeah, on. Yeah, dude, this is cool. This, this almost strikes me as like a Suda Fifty One PS3 game. Which, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, and I love those games. Oh, I'm definitely interested in this. What's the... Um, this Wanted Dead. we get Dead. some stats on this? I believe it's coming out next month. Let me let me look up. Wanted, Wanted Dead video game. February 14th. Oh, fuck. Yeah, a nice Valentine's Day game. Yeah. Uh, developed by Soleil. What else, what else has Soleil done? Let's see here. Well, it's probably announced Soleil. Soleil. Oh, yeah, that's probably a better... It's French, isn't it? I want this game. I think that means sun. I don't remember. I barely sun? paid attention in uh, like the sun. Like the sun. Yeah, yeah, like the sun in the sky. Not sun is in like I gave birth to you and your boy. <laughs> yeah, it's the name of their the their water. Uh, they've done work. They did work on Valkyrie Elysium. Uh, they have Vengeance is Mine. Oh, they did the Ninjala game. Or at least did work on the Ninjala game. They did work on Samurai Jack Battle Through Time. Oh, oh. we like that game. Yeah, that was a fun one. All right, there you go. Wanted Dead, everybody. Wanted Dead. We have one more question from Nano, who writes in and says, So WB is copyright striking the leaked Suicide Squad image. Do you think this means that they're worried about the effects of the leak about the game? If this isn't even a games as a service, why, why aren't they speaking up and letting this fester and having the Streisand effect take hold? Thanks, Nanobiologist. I think that that's a little much to do about nothing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that it's going to get Streisand affected and all that. It's like, look... They, they have a, a marketing plan. They they have uh, a way that they want to talk about this game and communicate it and explain what it is. These things leak. What are they going to do? You know, the best they can do is take down images they don't want up. I, I don't think there's anything it malicious here. It would be more here. of a Streisand effect if no one, like, cared when this uh, leaked and then they try to get it down and yeah. then more people. Like, what Nintendo does all the time. Right? Exactly. And, no, this was already big before they even tried to do anything with it. Exactly. I think they're going to they're gonna talk about this game soon enough, whether it's a delay or... Talking about what the game actually is, I don't think we're gonna have to wait longer than two months. Yeah, and I think the reason why they don't, why they aren't speaking as fast, is like if they have a marketing plan. I, I think for them trying to trying to scurry and figure out, oh shit, okay, like, we gotta talk about this now. I think that's more of a tougher way to do it as opposed to being like, hey, like this thing that's not supposed to be out there is out there. All right, do your best to clean it up, and when we talk, we'll continue con- move the ship as it's supposed to, right? Like we'll talk about the things that need to be talked about, the when they need to be talked about, it, right? Whether we agree with that marketing rollout or not, that's a whole other thing. But I totally understand them being like, you know, stick to the plan. We, we know when launches. Let's try and put this thing out two months or one month or whatever the plan is and do what's, what they what they see is best, right? Don't just – don't veer off the path just because it's you rare, have weird it, turbulence. It's more rare to have a, a marketing team and uh, – flow as fluid as like the series s getting leaked and like the marketing team having fun with that like that weekend and stuff right it, mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna see more of what how wb is handling it uh with this situation more likely than the the series s situation so it's also yeah. delicate you know like yeah. talking uh, of course battle passes and games as a service 
obviously is a sensitive issue when it comes to the audience. Obviously, those terms are like, oh, man, oh, shit, everything's on fire. Oh, shit, this game's going to be bad, right? Like, it's that kind of thing. And so I, I think for them, they want to be as careful as possible. Uh, and it's not a thing where you immediately come out and be like, oh, yeah, like we got a battle pass without having something prepared in order to really sell you on the idea of it, right? It, it, this shouldn't be, for them, a cleanup thing. This should be a how do we get people excited about the fact that we have a battle pass sort of thing? And I think being reactionary to it and being like, oh, but no, it's okay, we have a battle pass. I, I think that would strike people more as, oh, man, they're they're in fearful mode right now like they know that this is a bad thing i think they're gonna want to turn around and be like hey man stick to the marketing plan hey man. be hey man be confident be they want to be confident are you michael Sarah? bless like listen, what are you hiding listen. oh he's back i hate that little fucker oh oh yeah oh michael Sarah. Okay, how can you hate this guy? Look at him. Look at his mustache. Oh, oh he's oh, so no. small and see-through. Look, look at my pal. My pal Michael. <laughs> the top three Michaels right here. Oh, my God. It goes, it goes Mike Howard, Michael, my roommate, and Michael Sarah, right? Top three yeah, Michaels right yeah. here. Oh, look my God. Oh, they, they, he leaves just like all of them. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I do, man. Just when you think you have a Michael to all to yourself. They, all, they, they never show up to plans. Uh, now it's time kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong where you write in let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so we can correct it for those watching later on youtube and listening later on podcast services around the globe i can't imagine listening to this episode because i feel like that this would be oh my god tim he's so close to you he's so close to me i'm sure this is a very this is very confusing for the audio listeners but let me tell you, you should, for some of these moments you should peep over because some great stuff happening all right michael sarah visited he did he did oh uh, Buh, 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 buh. People are mentioning Wu Tang because I'm wearing a Wu Tang shirt. Ain't nothing to fuck with. Uh, Eric Rison says PSVR two title upgrades for those who are who for those who already own the PSVR version. Uh, you get ten dollars to upgrade Tetris and Res, and then uh, for free, Gran Turismo Seven, which that's not like a. I see what you're doing there. I wouldn't even count that because that this is like the first release of its VR mode. But yeah, you can get Gran Turismo 7 if you already own that game for base PS5 on PSVR. Uh, Puzzling Places, Synth Riders, and Song in the Smoke Rekindled. Those are free upgrades in PSVR 2. Uh, Bless pronounced uh, Tiberian like Tiberius, the former Roman it's emperor. Tiberon. It's actually Tiberon. All right, sweet. Yeah. Appreciate that. I appreciate it. I didn't want to correct you because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Tiberian. I like, I like Tiberian as a... As a pronunciation. Tiberian sounds like the name of like what I would name like a, a dog, but like a big dog. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. Like tiger. Tiberian, get over here. Tiberian tiger. That's Siberian. <laughs> Siber Today's been a day, everybody. There's been a lot of words that have come out of my mouth. I do not take responsibility for all of them. Some of them, yes. Oh. I wouldn't even go as far as saying most. But today's been a day. Me and Michael Sarah hanging out. Give me a smooch, Michael. <laughs> Me and Michael Sarah. Too oh my oh, whoa. Oh man! Oh man, that was kind of cute. That was yeah. kind of cute. Let's go. Uh, that's it for kindoffunny.com/slash. You're wrong. Tomorrow's hosts for Kind of Funny Games Day are going to be Tim and me. And let me tell you, the last couple days on KFGD have had Friday, Friday energy, energy, but they like it's been getting Fridayer and Fridayer as the days go on. And so I think doing an actual me and Tim show on Friday. I don't know if we can get any more Friday. I'm gonna be honest. Like it's gonna be the gas leak episode. It's gonna be great. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's great. gonna be a fun energy. And so be here tomorrow, tomorrow 10 a.m. I might or, I might find some crazy news to break. Tomorrow, yeah, for an actual I mean? Friday. I might with Tim and Blast crazy. That will then turn into <laughs> kind of funny day 2023. We're just gonna be going all day having fun streaming, keeping that Friday energy going. Let's go. Let's go. After this is Monster Hunter Rise with Greg and Mike. If you want to catch that stream later, of course, you can subscribe to youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. Remember this, 
has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, game daily. <laughs>